Reality is strange, isn't it? You collect memories over the years, and somehow you have this conscious soul that learns and feels empathy and connects to your physical body so that you feel internally what you feel externally. But the question lies, is this the only you that there is? Scientists suggest there may be multiple universes or multiverses. What does that idea even mean? Well, it means that outside of our own reality, there are multiple realities. There are multiple versions of you and your experiences. This idea stretches as far back as 1848, where even Edgar Allan Poe wrote a poem about a limitless succession of universes. Now, why do we believe in any of this? It sounds like something you'd read in a novel. It doesn't sound real. But trying to explain our own realities has brought about the probability that there are other realities out there. If we live in our own reality, why can't there be other dimensions outside of our own? We cannot currently test or detect any of these other realities. So we cannot prove or disprove any of these theories. And that leads a lot of people to speculate and say that this is all science fiction. It's not real. But I want you to think about something. I know we all experienced in school the 2D world and how you cannot experience the 3D world if you live in a 2D society. For example, writing on paper. Writing on paper has no idea about the world outside of it. It only knows about what is written on that paper. It only knows about itself. It lives in its own dimension. And we live in our own dimension. We have all of these senses. So clearly we're in an advanced dimension. But are we in the most advanced dimension? If we cannot even test our reality, I would venture to say we are not. There are several different theories that suggest how this could happen. The first we will discuss is my personal favorite, the bubble theory. It's based on the idea of the Big Bang. So I want you to open your mind up a little bit and think of the Big Bang. Think of two molecules, two energies, two something colliding. And when they meet, boom, something happens. The universe expands exponentially. The chemical reaction between these two molecules has provided life. But when those two molecules met, something else happened over here and over here and over here. And so in a bunch of different places, there were a bunch of different expansions. All because different molecules were meeting and having tiny bangs all after the one big bang. It's simply put a ripple effect of bangs that expand the universe exponentially. 
sadly, we cannot test this theory. But it would suggest that in each reality, there are different things that hold that reality. Like the laws of nature that we currently live by would possibly be different in these other realities. Gravity may be different. So not just your decisions and the choices you live and your memories, but everything that you hold and know to be true about reality could be completely sideways in another universe. Now, obviously, that's not the only theory out there. One of the other widely accepted theories is the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. In 1957, Hugh Everett predicted branching timelines holding the key to reality. He suggested the idea that there are alternate realities where we've made different choices throughout our lifetimes. This would conclude to many different versions of your life being out there, but only the one you're currently in is the one you can detect. So similar to the bubble theory, there are different realities, but the laws of reality are the same in this theory. It is simply branching timelines that change. The choices that you've made can differ, but the universe itself would remain the same. Now this would also be in a different dimension, one that with our current technology, sadly, we can't detect. The mysteries of reality are one thing, but the mysteries of each other are another. Today's story is a Mandela effect. And I know what you're thinking. Aren't these all just fake stories? I remember being nine years old and looking at the DVD case of the Berenstain Bears. I was so confused that it had an A in it. Why was I pronouncing it the Berenstain Bears if it had an A in it? Shouldn't it be the Berenstain Bears? And I remember approaching my sister about this and asking, and she just brushed me off. But now it's become a real question. And I wonder, was it Berenstain before that point? And do I remember the moment that it switched? Or do I remember soon after the moments that it switched? Or was it always Berenstain and the mispronunciation from family over the years changed my own memory of how I thought it would be spelled? We may never have the answers to these questions, but I have another one to propose. Another question that lies out there. We all remember it. The knock on a door, the big check, the ecstatic person, and the silver-haired Ed McMahon standing on the outside, handing everything over to the winner at the publisher's clearinghouse. That all sounds fine and dandy, until we realize Ed McMahon never worked for the publisher's clearinghouse. What do you mean he never worked for them? I know. Instead, he worked for American Family Publishers, and he did hand out big checks, but it was only in the studio. He never left to go to anybody's houses, to knock on any doors. He was never on any commercials for the publisher's clearinghouse. Of course, I had to investigate it further. 
how many people really remembered it this way. So, I decided to ask my mom. Her boyfriend was there, Ben. And you know what he said? As soon as I asked if they remember big checks being handed out door to door, the words out of his mouth were, Publisher's Clearinghouse, Ed McManus. What? So if he remembers it that way, and my mom agreed, so she remembers it that way, I know I remember it that way. And a lot of people online claim that they remember it that way. Are we all crazy? Do we not remember history correctly? Have all of our memories been switched somehow? Or is there something deeper going on? Is somehow our reality crossing over? This is what makes the Mandela Effect believable to me. If you believe in any kind of multiverse theory, or you believe that it's at all possible, then it would make sense for errors to occur, for things to cross over. And because of that, it would make sense for history to become quote-unquote rewritten on our side. I know, this all seems mind-boggling. How could any of this happen? But how could you be here? How could you consciously inhabit a physical body? How could you have both a soul and a body in one? How can you conceive and perceive memories? How can you have opinions? How can a heart and a brain made of nothing but fibers and water conduct enough electricity to give you your own reality? Things we cannot explain are the reality around us, and sometimes we have to take things as they come, whether we can understand them or not, because reality isn't always explainable. All we can do is try to figure out what's going on and try to figure out what our role in all of this is. If there's another dimension around us, these errors could be the key to getting into there. These errors could be the dark matter we've been looking for. Thank you so much for sticking around for another episode of You Don't Know Jack. This was a really fun episode to make, and I hope we have more of these. I love questioning reality, getting into all the nitty gritty about what's going on. If you have any suggestions about topics I should cover, hit me up on Instagram at designitjack or email me at jack at designitjack.com. And I do have some bummer news here this week. Next week, I will be out of town and I was going to have something lined up, um, but I was unable to do that. So this week, we will be out of commission for an episode. Um, We will be missing one episode this week. I am so sorry, um, but look forward to the following one because I have something super special planned. For more confusing details about life and reality within, check me out on the next episode of Be safe out there.